Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you start small. My guest this week is Ryan Feinberg, and she is an animal rights and environmental activist. I'm excited to bring her on the show because I haven't gotten to speak with an activist who is representing this specific issue yet on the podcast, and I'm excited to share Ryan's work with you today. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Ryan Feinberg. Hello to everyone listening. My name is Ryan Feinberg, and I am an animal rights and environmental activist and advocate. Um, I think in order to get to know me, it would be beneficial if I were to share how I got involved. So I'll do that. So about five years ago, I was... Um, walking on a main street in my city past a department store and this was in the winter so they happened to be selling fur and as I was walking by they were protesting and this was when I was maybe eight or nine so about five years ago and I didn't know what a protest was at the time I think I was curious as to why there was a mob of people outside of one of my favorite stores so I approached them and I, they were offering flyers to the public. So I took one of the flyers that they were offering. And as I started walking away, I started to read the flyer. And I was really shocked, to be honest. I didn't know that any part of the fur industry happened the way it did. And I was really motivated from there to help animals and really just make a difference. So... I have been getting involved in activism only starting more recently. So from about, I would say the beginning of 2021, I didn't really know where to start in prior years, but I think that having more resources available and everything like that has really helped me to be able to learn how to use my voice and be active. And through my activism, I've gotten inspired by other causes, namely the environmental movement and like climate change, climate, the climate crisis and um, climate justice as well. And also just learning about the connection between both issues has been really important and inspiring to me. So right now, some of the work that I'm working on, I just started an animal rights club in my school, which is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And we are currently working to implement a Meatless Mondays initiative into our school. We have a meeting with our district supervisor in the new year. And if that goes well, we are planning on taking it to the board level, which is really exciting. And I have also, um, yeah, just really getting involved in street protesting and uh, political engagement is something that's really important. But I won't keep blabbering because I'm sure you have other questions that are a bit more specific. So I'll leave it at that. But that hopefully gives a bit of a description about me and the work that I aim to do and how I was inspired by it. 
I'm so excited to talk with you, Ryan, and I would love for you to start off our conversation by talking about your work with Plan Canada, because I saw that you're involved with that organization and would love to know more about the work that they're doing and the work that you're doing with them. Could you just explain some about what Plan Canada is? Yeah, absolutely. So this past summer and fall, I was a part of their program called Girls Belong Here. It mainly is based in Canada. However, they are expanding into the U.S. and even into, um, there was uh, someone who did it in Sweden and Switzerland this year. So that's really exciting. But yes, it is primarily based in Canada. And what it is, is it's this program that is, its aim is to inspire um girls and show the world that girls belong wherever they aspire to be, whether that be in the nonprofit sector, in corporate fields, in industry work, and anything like that. It aims to inspire girls to get involved and mainly just to show the world that we are motivated and we can really lead wherever we want and do whatever we want to do. So we had to fill out an application and when we were accepted we were paired with various brands and so I so some of the brand examples include uh, the body shop habitat for humanity can watch which is the I believe the Canadian Association for uh, women and children something along the lines of that so basically I was paired with with the body shop due to my activism in animal rights and environmental fields. And when I was paired with them, I got to work with the vice president of brand marketing and activism. Her name's Hillary Lloyd. Um, vice, and she's the vice president of brand marketing and activism for the Body Shop North America. So what I got to do was I got to provide my insight as to how the brand can be could be improved. There was a session at the beginning of my experience called an innovation hub, where myself, along with around 10 other youth participants, there were 40 youth participants in total, but 10 or so for the body shop. And so we did this innovation hub, and we were prompted with so many amazing questions. And you could really tell that our leaders, who in our case were Hillary, um, and also um, another woman named Kasha, you could tell that they were very interested in what we had to say. And so that was really valuable, I think, because it showed that we do have a voice and all it takes is for leaders to be willing to listen to it. So we provided our insight to the brand. And then moving forward in my experience, I participated in a seat share program with Hillary again and this was a more personalized experience so it was just me and another participant and we got the chance to make a presentation pitching a youth council for the Body Shop North America and we presented this to the president of the Body Shop North America. Everything in this program was done virtually unfortunately due to COVID-19 so all of these were virtual calls Um, but in normal years you do go to I suppose normally it's the headquarters, but it could just be various locations as well. Regardless, I got to present to the president of the Body Shot North America, and I got to provide my feedback on making a youth council and how that could be successfully implemented considering factors such as intersectionality and inclusion, 
but just also as well as effectiveness for communicating all sorts of social justice issues and solving them ultimately. And that's mainly uh, my experience. At the celebration event, I was interviewed by Jesse Crickshank, who is a television personality. And after my experience, I felt that I had learned a great deal, so much so I doubt I could have learned what I learned anywhere else. And so I decided to write an article for my city's newspaper. It's called the Toronto Star. And I wrote an article and I pitched it and it got accepted. So my article, which basically reflected on the importance of women's leadership and what I learned from my experience, it got published in the Toronto Star. And I wrote there so that I could hopefully influence readers to consider women's perspectives and to incorporate them into their lines of work or even just in their daily lives. So overall, I was able to learn a lot about not just women's leadership as well as the issues I cared about, but also about myself and the values that are important to me and what I want to do really moving forward in my life and in my activism journey. That's such an interesting program and it's a great experience that you were able to take advantage of. So I'd love to know more about your work as an animal rights activist as well. You told me some of the background story for you to get to that role, but tell me more about what that work looks for you now. How has that process to become an activist developed for you? Tell me more about that process and that side of your story. Sure. So I think for me, animal rights it was more than, you know, activism was more than like a hobby. Like it wasn't just some temporary issue that I guess I wanted to care about. It really struck a chord with me and I was really interested. I, it was my passion. I feel that it's my purpose. What I'm meant to do in my life is be an animal rights activist. And when you have a passion like that, I feel that, at least in my experience, the rest kind of just flows. For me, I think I started I started small. I started in school. I started giving school presentations whenever I had the chance to give a speech in grade five or six. I would always pick a topic relating to animal rights. I remember one time I participated in this program called Project Give Back. And their goal is basically to come to schools and basically inspire students to become involved in charitable causes and non-for-profit causes and things like that. So when I had that opportunity to really make a presentation about an issue I cared about, I obviously had to take advantage. And so I spoke about animal rights and I inspired so many folks in my class and I think from there, I was like, I I need to keep doing this. I need to keep inspiring people to care about this issue. And so I continue to give presentations in school. And I think from, from my presentations in school, you know, when I was in grade five and six, I slowly started moving outside of school. I started attending a couple of protests. I started trying to get my birthday donations to go to various shelters. I started volunteering at shelters. 
started also in the pandemic. I think the pandemic is really when I had the time and the chance to think about how I could get involved and why this was important to me. And so that's when I started learning a bit more about politics. And so I learned how to write letters to members of parliament. So I've begun doing that recently. I've written quite a few letters and I've met with a member of parliament, soon to be multiple members of parliament. And I think also just really attending protests for me was a big change in when I got involved. I attended my first protest really only like half a year ago. So a lot has happened in that time span, but I attended my first protest. Um, It was more of what's known as a vigil, but I was so inspired to continue with street activism. And overall, really just getting involved in any way I could. And now, having started an animal rights club, it's something that I've always wanted to do because I know it's a way to get involved in direct activism, especially in the school setting. And that's something that's always been really important to me. So I would say starting small is how I got involved, reaching out to my friends that were already activists that I wanted to learn from, especially those that were older than me that I could be inspired by and um, I guess use as role models. And overall, just, yeah, starting small, I started in school, and then taking that activism outside of school is really how I got involved. I think you're a great example of someone who has really found something they're passionate about and just ran with it. And as you said, starting small and then getting broader with your activism, I think that's great. So I have one last question for you. Lots of young people, particularly college students, high school students, want to create change and they want to make a difference, but they may not know where to get started with that work. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Yeah, I think going back to what I just mentioned, really, it's what I live by. Start small. Small actions can really make the biggest difference. If you take advantage, I mean, I'm not in college yet, but I, if you take advantage in any sort of project or assignment that you may have, take that opportunity and use it as a way to educate your peers or really anyone about whatever issue you care about, then definitely take that opportunity. Join as many clubs as are of interest to you. And I guess really just make it known that you care about this. And I think when you do that, when you start reaching out to people that can help you in your activism journey, that is really when it takes off and you're able to accomplish what you want to accomplish because they can help along the way. They can inspire you. You can learn from their journey, how they got involved, how they see you getting involved in what you care about. It was so helpful for me to reach out. I reached out to so many activists that I knew. I attended conferences. Um, As an example for me, I am a big fan of PETA because I'm an animal rights activist and I love the work that they do. And so they have conferences for students. And so when I attended one of them and I saw activists my own age doing what I had aspired to do, I was like, now is the time to stop not only caring about animal rights, 
but it's the time to take it to the next level and actually begin working in activism. And so that is really when it changed, when I reached out and when I learned of new opportunities, that is when I was able to begin making the change that I've always wanted to do. So that's my advice. I would say start small and try to take direct actions that can actually make an impact. And it's really, it's really worth it in the long run. You'll be surprised that activism isn't just beneficial for those that you're trying to help, but it's also beneficial for yourself. It's beneficial to know that you're making that difference. Um, I would definitely say that it's a positive force in life if you're able to accomplish that. And so overall, my if I had to sum it up in a few words, I would say start small. I really enjoyed talking with Ryan about her experiences, and I think she gave some great advice throughout the conversation. I'm going to highlight some of those last words that Ryan shared when she talked about how change comes when you start small. For Ryan, her story began when she saw an animal rights protest about the fur industry taking place on the street, and it piqued her curiosity, and she decided to learn more. She started doing activism in her school, and then got connected with people who helped her to reach more people with her work. She never would have gotten to the place she is today as an animal rights activist and an environmental activist without starting with her work in school. We talk about starting small a lot on this podcast, but I think Ryan is a great testament to how important that advice truly can be. So if you're passionate about something and want to make a change, as Ryan was, figure out small, meaningful ways that you can contribute and make a difference. Because change comes when you start small. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can connect with Ryan on Instagram at ryan.feinberg, and that's Ryan with two N's. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.